Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, This is the podcast for you, so let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode all about what life looks like after binge eating. You know, it's been a couple years since I've binged and since I've actually even felt the impulse or the desire to binge. And I think it's really interesting to hear what actually happens after you break free from the diet binge cycle. What actually happens when you no longer binge eat? It's just not a part of your life anymore. So for those of you guys who do not know, I've spent an entire decade obsessed with my body feeling anxious, guilty, out of control with food. I was in this constant everyday battle um, where I was fighting both food and my body. I actually grew up as a competitive dancer And man, oh man, the pressure (laughs) to look a certain way was real. Like I was so young, um, you know, age 12, age 14 already trying to fix my body. Um, Every single photo that I took, even after being in a smaller body, there would always be something that I didn't like. And truthfully, I wondered if I would ever get to a place of loving my body because, you know, I would see people in larger bodies and like they were rocking confident, like so confident in a larger body. And then there was me who, you know, was spending so much time being in a smaller body. And when I was in that smaller body, I still hated my body. So I didn't think that I could ever love my body, especially at a heavier weight. Like I was so scared to gain weight and I kept on controlling my food. I kept on, um, you know, going on the next diet and trying to fix my body, control my food. And ultimately that was really what kept me in that restrict binge cycle. Um, if you haven't, actually heard my full story, I would encourage you to actually go back to the very first episode and I I share my story there. But, um, you know, after being completely fed up with beating myself up and hating my body because it's exhausting. Like, I don't care what anybody says, having these inner critic thoughts and constantly being beating yourself down, being rude to yourself, name calling and hating your body like it's freaking exhausting. 
So I decided like enough was enough, like something needs to change. And I didn't know what it would look like to have a healthy relationship with food or my body because again, I didn't think it was possible, but there was just this little tiny sliver of hope and this little tiny sliver of excitement to actually be able to wake up without food anxiety, without guilt because I binged the night before and being able to just start treating my body with love and respect. Like there was there was a spark in me that said that that sounds really good. And I'm sure it feels really good as well too. You know, so um, I want to share. I'm going to dive into it. Don't worry. I know I'm kind of rambling on here, but I want to share um, what my life is like now because I think some people think once you become binge free, life is perfect. You're going to just wake up. You're going to love your body and you're going to be this perfect eater. Yeah, no, sunshine. You're in dreamland. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, my days now, I, I no longer wake up and think about food um, as soon as I wake up. It's not the first thing on the on my mind. I don't stress about calories. I don't think about food all the time. Do I still think about food? Yeah, of course. I mean, you got to plan your meals. You got to go grocery shopping. You got to cook. You got to decide what you want to eat, right? It's not like you can just stop eating. You, you got to eat every single day, right? The difference is it's no longer this all-consuming thing. Food doesn't take up as much space in my brain as it did before. You know, just even thinking about going out to eat, you know, that really should be such an exciting time, especially if you are going with friends or a loved one, maybe your husband, maybe a partner. It should be this fun experience, whether it's a night out or a day out where you can make memories and crack jokes and enjoy delicious food. But I never understood why people got so excited to just freaking go out for dinner. But that was because it wasn't fun for me. It used to be filled with anxiety and fear and stress of tracking my food, wondering what I was going to eat. There would be some days I remember looking at the menu, right? When when the they come, they bring the menu and everyone's kind of deciding what to eat. Everybody else would literally look at the menu and decide within minutes what sounded good. And then there was me going back and forth. Okay, this has too many calories. This has too much fat. What if I want dessert? Oh my goodness, did I eat eat already too much today? Whew, you know? But now, now I feel that excitement. Heck, I'm a newlywed and it's so freaking exciting to spend this time with my husband, go out for dinner. I mean, things are still kind of closed here in uh, Toronto, Canada, but we're still able to, you know, eat takeout or um, there's actually this really cute place um, where we live. It's called Lettuce Love. And I love that name. Um, It's actually a vegan, a vegan place. I'm not vegan, um, but they have these amazing burgers and fries and shakes, um, like smoothies, like acai bowls. Um, They have these really awesome little chocolate energy bites and chocolate dessert and cake and oh, everything about it is just so 
good. And it was so funny. My husband asked me the other day was uh, just a holiday here in Canada. It was a long weekend. And he's like, why don't why don't we go to Let Us Love? You know, we've been working so hard all week. Let's just take Sunday to just enjoy for the two of us. And without a a heartbeat, you know, she's like, yeah, like I'm just so excited to eat and spend that time with you. Whereas before it would be like, okay, what excuse can I make? Uh, uh, mm, yeah, maybe I'm not feeling too good, you know? So it's just, you get that excitement back and it's, and it's exciting to, to try new things and, and have it be an exciting experience versus filled with, with so much guilt. Um, but going back to this concept of perfect eating, right? There are some days where, I go out to eat. There are some days I eat home-cooked meals. There are some days I overeat. There are some days where I'm not hungry really that much. Or some days I, you know, want chocolate chip pancakes. And there are some days where I'm actually craving a big salad. It's it's always different. And, and that's beautiful. Like I know my limits. I maybe eat more or less on different days. And that is flexibility. Like that is honoring my body. The other night it was uh, 1030 at night. I was uh, eating these coconut clusters. Oh my goodness. If you have not checked them out yet, they're like these coconut clusters with like seeds and stuff like that. I just, I'm obsessed with coconut. But my prior self would have, you know, talked myself into going into a binge. I mean, it's already 1030 at night. Why don't I just pull out all the snacks? And honestly, I just had a few and then I put the rest back and I went to bed, you know, but then there are some days where maybe I eat too much chocolate. I have a little bit of gas, but the next day I just feel fine. It's, it's just normal. You know, it's no longer fueled by self-hatred. And guilt and losing track of the present moment because all I can think about is food. Like, I can't tell you how many times I remember Andrew telling me that he just wants to spend time with me at night. You know, we we work from home, so we're working all day. And at the end of the night, we want to spend that time together. And there's so many times he would say, like, let's just hang out. Let's just watch a movie. But then that freaking nagging impulse would pop up and I would like want to spend time with him, but I would also like really feel uncomfortable and wouldn't even be able to watch a movie because all I would be thinking about was food. I couldn't even pay attention. So then I would most of the times give into that impulse and I'd be in the kitchen, you know, binging kind of in secret. And he's there by himself on the couch and I'd be eating and I knew that I wasn't even hungry. I knew that I was going through this out of body experience and Not only did I feel guilty because I was consuming so many calories, not only did I feel guilty because I felt like shit. I mean, my stomach was about to burst, but I felt really horrible mostly because I was taking away precious time spending it with my fiance at the time, my my boyfriend at the time, you know, and it's like, he would be there sitting down like so excited to just spend time with me. And here I am neglecting his presence, neglecting his love to just go and stuff myself with food. You know, like that 
made me sad. It really did. Just thinking about that, you know, um, but thankfully, you know, that's not the case anymore. You know, we can we can sit on the couch together and enjoy some snacks and some food. And it's I can actually be present and actually pay attention to the movie, you know. Um, so that's kind of with food. Um, I mean, with our body, it's really the same thing. You know, when you heal your body image and you do the inner work, it's not that you're never going to be triggered right? You're, you're not always going to wake up in the morning and just love what you see. You know, that's, that's not the case. In fact, um, I like giving examples. So hopefully you don't, hopefully you don't mind here. But, uh, the other week, Andrew was, um, we were outside. It was a beautiful day. He was, uh, doing like this Cobra yoga pose. He was actually on a bench and he was shirtless. And of course he looks sexy as fuck uh, he looked really really good and I was like okay let me take a photo of you and then I was like I want to do that I want to see how I look doing that and then I did that and he took a picture of me and I looked at the photo and I was like okay then I didn't honestly I did not like what I what I saw you know I was like whoa my arms look uh, pretty big in that photo but but I didn't stumble over it. I didn't obsess over it. I didn't feel like I needed to diet because I didn't like what I saw in the photo. (laughs) Honestly, my mind was like, yeah, men usually can't take photos. It was probably just the angle he was taking it at. And that's it. Whereas before, I would have been thinking of that photo all day long. Like, what exercises can I do to tone my arm or what foods do I need to eliminate to maybe get rid of some of this arm fat, you know? So do I still get triggered? Sure. Not just, not just food and body, like in life, do you still get triggered? You're going to be in trigger city for probably the rest of your life, but I can get triggered and I have the tools and the framework to get out of that trigger almost instantly. I can look in the mirror and not like my stomach and I'm like, all right. And I just continue doing whatever I'm doing because I'm more than that. I don't take it to heart anymore. It's not this all consuming thing. Like There's so much more to life. I've traded fasted cardio mornings for spending time for me, doing a morning routine filled with breath work and meditation and visualization and walks with my husband. I traded in tracking calories and relying on my fitness pal to move into intuitive eating and trusting my body. I've traded in making excuses and hiding from friends so I didn't need to go out and see them for choosing to go out and make those memories and just laugh more and have a good freaking time, you know? And I can tell you that not only am I way happier, but the quality of my life has improved. You know, struggling with not liking what you see in the mirror doesn't just impact you. Your partner is impacted because continuously hiding your body in intimate moments is it's not just you like your, your partner feels that. 
Your friends don't get to experience your warmth, your joy, your happiness, like your true authentic self because you're too concerned about what your stomach looks like. So it's truly selfish to keep struggling, especially when there are tools to get you out. You know, so all in all, like, There is no such thing as perfect eating. There's no such thing as like having this perfect body image that is fairy tale land. But you will begin to trust yourself, trust your body, know the difference between when you should actually give in to your cravings and when you maybe actually need to say no because you know your body, you know what foods maybe hurt your stomach or what foods bloat you. You start respecting your body. You start listening to it honoring it and loving it. Now I see my body as my home, like this precious place for me to love on it and be kind to it. And that's not because I have the perfect body. I definitely don't. But because my body does so much for me. And I'm so grateful that I get to spend time nourishing it daily. I'm so grateful that I spend time no longer self-sabotaging, but giving my body exactly what it needs. And let me tell you, that feeling is indescribable. Undescribable, indescribable, I don't know. But you get the point, right? Like the feeling of waking up Being excited to take care of her, to love her, to show her compassion, to see the growth, the evolution that gets to happen. This is an ever evolving journey. Journey. You know, healing isn't a one time thing and then boom, you're done. Like the excitement lies in the ability to choose every single day to connect deeper with yourself, to continue to heal, to continue to evolve. It's such a beautiful feeling. And what I realized since, you know, being on the other side of this was that feeling was what I was chasing all along. The calmness that I feel on a daily basis my ability to just go with the flow, experience joy and happiness. I thought a smaller body would give me that, but it didn't. It didn't. It gave me more anxiety. It shot up my people pleaser. It made me an even greater perfectionist, you know? And we all want to feel like, calm and easeful and happy and joyful and doing the inner work and cultivating a deeper love within myself is what did it is what did it and forever I will be grateful that I chose to recover I will forever be grateful to have done the work because the feeling is incredible the feeling is incredible yeah Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is all possible for you too, my love. So possible. So I just wanted to share that my life isn't perfect. My life is not perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. Let's be honest here. But I'm a lot healthier. I'm a lot happier. And let me tell you, my relationships are freaking a lot better. You know, my quality of life is so much better. 
So it is always so worth it. It is always, always, always so worth it. Um, But that is all I have for this episode. Um, Hopefully this will give you some some hope, you know, to see what's possible for you and to realize that, you know, I'm just a few steps ahead of you, love. You know, I've just cracked the code. I've just implemented the tools and, and did the work to heal, you know? So thank you guys again so much for, for listening. As always, I so, so appreciate every single one of you guys who listens to this episode and allows me to, to share my my journey share my life share my experience share my expertise and i really do appreciate it so thank you again so much and i hope you have the most incredible incredible day ever goodbye you guys <laughs>